heard us talk about DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, and how Payday can come every day by entering their contests with huge cash prizes up for grabs. This week is jam-packed with action ranging from basketball to golf, hockey, and DraftKings has plenty of ways for you to have a front row seat to all the action. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every moment means more with DraftKings lineup on the line. It's simple. Each player has a salary associated with drafting them. Assemble a lineup of players while staying under the salary cap and then sit back and watch your points pile up. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app and sign up using promo code THPN. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code THPN to get a free entry with your first deposit. Again, that's promo code THPN only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restriction apply. See DraftKings.com for details. From the wildwoods of Vancouver Island, welcome to the Soda Pod. Chidromi here alongside the state of Hoppy. And thank you for joining us wherever and whenever you are listening. It is a fucking snowstorm here on Vancouver Island, ladies and gentlemen. I know for you in Minnesota, this is just, you know, your everyday winter. For us here in the Hawaii of Canada, if we get over a foot of snow, which we are well over that from like a day's worth of drop... Uh, the whole fucking island pretty much shuts down if you don't have a truck. And um, yeah, I'm pretty much snowed in here for the next 24 to 48 hours. So I'm glad I brought some extra beef from a great fondue weekend in my fridge. I got a couple fondue pots here to keep me warm. I got uh, our heat's not working. So I got a little hot water, a uh, little, <laughs> little kettle to keep my hands warm throughout this stream. How's it going, Hoppy? Good. I'm a little disappointed, though, that you said beef instead of beer, but <laughs> all right everyone Honestly, has different though, priorities wait though the liquor store it's still open they you know half the door was covered in snow i saw i saw the clerk uh, clearing that up for the the seniors okay. as they get priority as everyone who's listened last sunday knows they get priority in the morning here in ladysmith right after this stream is done you better believe i'm going to load up this i don't even have to load up the fridge i could just literally keep them outside and uh, out on the balcony on the actually snow. be careful leaving them outside they might freeze but uh hey at, at least the store clerks have a truck it sounds like that's good Man, it's it's crazy. Like we get one to two snow dumps a year here on the island. This is probably one of the biggest ones I've ever seen in you know wow. over I guess twenty years now that I've lived here. It's insane. Dang. But anyways, um, it's uh, it's <laughs> it's definitely winter. It's this is Canada. I can't complain. Um, it's just gonna be uh, it's gonna be a hell of a few days here <laughs> trying to get to and from this office, uh, assuming I can even leave. <laughs> Oh man. Well, Hey, at least you got everything you need there. It sounds like you got beef, you got a liquor store downstairs and you got your yep. computer. I, I don't know what else he should Jerome needs. I know I'm uh there's a couple <laughs> other things that I got here. Uh, we won't talk about those on there. Anyways, <laughs> how's your weekend, buddy? Weekend's been good, man. We'll uh, get into it here in a minute, but, uh, hit up a couple of the breweries that we've talked about plenty before that haven't done anything too exciting besides that though. I'm just waiting eagerly, uh, as we'll talk about for, the wild to hopefully be playing this week yeah and i mean it looks like it looks like they might um and even some seems some faces we haven't seen this year like matt zuccarello apparently he's cleared to play uh tuesday um he hasn't played a game since his what is an arm surgery if i'm not mistaken it 
it was something with his arm. Yeah, I'm not even 100% sure. I just kind of, as soon as I said that he was going to be out for a lot of the season, I just kind of tuned out and took it as what it was. Yeah, and I know early uh, early in the season when everything was starting to ramp, ramp up, we had a, a podcast episode where we kind of said, like, look, the Wild are what they are now, but just wait. They, I know Zuccarello wasn't a world beater last year, and if anything, he, he maybe let us down a little bit, you know, those who've uh, been used to seeing what he, what he could do in the past with the Rangers, for example. But he still put up, you know, what, just north of 40 points, if I'm not mistaken, or around that threshold, and that's going to add to the Wild's scoring in, in some way, shape, or form on the offensive side, which is good because you look at their top six and you're like, eh, but you add Zuccarello in there, even an aging Zuccarello, and I think it helps, so. I'm uh, hopefully he gets his feet under him quickly and he uh, comes back to even some of the form that he was back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, uh, as those tuning into the live stream, see right now, and thanks to everybody tuning in on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Uh, this is our last early stream on Sunday. Um, we did one last week as well. Uh, Valentine's day. So happy Valentine's day, everybody. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure people have some plans tonight. If they didn't already have them yesterday, we figured we'd do a, an early show again this Sunday, just to, uh, well, just, just to be respectful for those couples who have a, a nice evening ahead of them. But I'll tell you what, in Vancouver Island, no one's going anywhere. They're staying home today. Um, <laughs> so again, yeah, thanks everyone tuning in on the live uh, early stream today and those tuning in on the podcast, episode 128 on Monday. Thanks for tuning in as always. And for those just joining the Soda Potter or new to the podcast, Monday, Thursday, new podcast stream every Wednesday Sunday, uh, usually 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Uh, if we ever make an exception, we, we do the early stream on Sunday. Um, I usually say we have a jam-packed show. It's not <laughs> it's not jam-packed, but it's it's going to be a fun show. We got a, we got a great hoppy hour, um, a lot of beer talk. And um, I mean, I even have some beer talk from the weekend as well. Then, uh, like Hoppy said, Minnesota Wild Hockey, hopefully very soon. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Wild, a little update on the team, just some thoughts on uh, just some thoughts on the news that's been coming out. And then we'll go around the NHL as uh, it's been a little bit of an eventful week. And uh, last night in particular on Hockey Day in Canada, uh, there... <laughs> There's some funny shit that went along with the broadcast, so we'll dive into that as well. But first, a quick uh, word from our sponsor. For those in Minnesota, Hoppy, I'll let you start this off. Again, everyone knows we can't legally bet on sports here in Minnesota, but you can compete in daily fantasy sports. Go in, set your lineup for the night, as little as a dollar if you want, and uh, hey, lots of chance to win money. And if you use promo code THPN, there are new promotions every week. Get in, have some fun, and uh, again, scratch that itch until we're able to legally wager on sports in, what, I'd say optimistically five years, given Minnesota. <laughs> I think I've asked before, uh, sports betting or marijuana being legal? Which one comes first in Minnesota? Which one comes first or which one yep. do I want first? <laughs> well, I know the answer to that one. <laughs> it's sports betting. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, I... I actually don't know. I think both of them are going to be pretty close. I think that actually be a really good bet. Unfortunately, I can't place a wager on it in Minnesota. So <laughs> it'd be a good poll question too. There you go. Um, folks, no, no. Uh, what what comes first? Wild Stanley Cup, oh. any Minnesota championship, oh. legalized weed, legalized sports betting. Boom. I mean, I could throw Vancouver Canucks in a Stanley Cup there too, because I am convinced now I'm going to die before that happens. But anyways, um, if you're outside the state of Minnesota or if you want to dive into daily fantasy, look, you've heard us talk about DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports and how 
a payday can come every day by entering their contests with huge cash prizes up for grabs. This week is jam-packed with action, ranging from basketball to golf to hockey. DraftKings has plenty of ways for you to have a front row seat to all the action. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app and sign up using promo code THPN. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code THPN to get a free entry with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Uh, we got a ton of comments coming in here. I, I showed it earlier. Uh, Joe says, uh, will you be my Valentine? Joe, who are you talking about? Me he's, or Hoppy? He's definitely here? talking to you. <laughs> um, we got uh, our friend Marcus Hunt saying, uh, should if the Wild blow it and miss the playoffs, should they blow it up and rebuild look we'll put that on the shelf we'll we'll, we'll get to that when we talk about uh the wild there oh and dylan says uh, i got you a ride home bud thanks dylan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man again you're listening to episode 128 of the soda pod on the other side uh we got the hoppy hour here again a little we got some beer talk hoppy's got some beer talk i got a little bit to talk about as I continue to rag the puck here, dragging, uh, looking for the intro video as uh, I'm definitely uh, out of the loop in production here. Um, thanks to those tuning in on the live stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, on the tw and Twitch. On the other side, the Hoppy Hour presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. First, I'd like to propose a toast to UMD goaltender Alex Stalak. To Stalak! To Stalak! I love that stuff. Been drinking it for years. You know, I, I heard they recently decided to add more hops to it. You're all hopped out? All right, I'll let you kick it off, my friend. Well, there's a lot to get into in this one. Um, first, what I'm having here today, I've mentioned many a time here on the show, but we are having Modest's first call. Uh, it's a wonderful way to start your Sunday. You get beer and coffee all in one. It's pretty incredible. And again, this isn't a dark stout. We're talking, you know, basic lager with Ooh. the nice coffee notes within it. I figured I should drink it from my, you know, coffee tumbler might as well um but also just I need so to get you one of these by the way oh yes <laughs> well maybe those will show up at the same time as the beer huh fuck hopefully <laughs> i know like um, I, I know like jesse pierce and uh, alexis are waiting for uh, some wine too <laughs> so there's a list piling up <laughs> god um but incredible beer incredible brewery as we've mentioned many a time and it just so happens to be my wife's favorite beer as well. There Do you need to say to her from the bottom of my heart, happy Valentine's Day. Love you. Thank you so much for all the branding you've created for our podcast, even mm -hmm. for some of the other podcasts. I think Isha believes that her greatest work yet has been on the two stars, one cup I love uh, it. logo. <laughs> I love that um, one. Now, friend of the podcast, Joey Netto, would argue that it should be called two stars, uh, one crease violation, but that's that's a discussion for two another stars, day. That would take two way too shin long. pads that are way too big. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Craig. Oh man, it's pretty good. But well, it's uh, funny because Craig Ludwig actually says he's like, I have two cups. I have two cups. Why why is it named this? And then Shippy had to explain to him, look, it's a it's a play on a name from you know this video that I'm sure you haven't seen, and also you have one cup in Dallas. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> there you go. But. Uh, do want to mention then a couple, this kind of turned into Valentine weekend of breweries. We went to a couple of our favorites because again, until we were together, she hated beer and now she loves it. And uh, today, and if you're listening on the podcast Sunday, 
We're going out to Birches on the Lake. I've mentioned them before because that's actually where my good friend ended up having his wedding during COVID because they ended up having to, I think, downsize their wedding from like 150 to 30. Mm. <laughs> and I can't say enough good things about the food out there. Anyone that knows uh, Western suburbs, Orno, Long Lake area, it's an incredible spot. They actually, Isha, you'll love this. They just posted on Facebook this week that out on the lake behind them, they've built a disc golf course. Oh, sick. That's so, awesome. Uh, but really great beer. And it's a cool place to go because if you go upstairs, it's like more of a fine dining vibe. And you just walk downstairs instead. And it's basically a pub. So um, you can get the best of both worlds there. And today they've actually got like a special like one day Valentine's Day menu. They got the surf and turf. That's all that Laura wants. She's getting her her lobster tail and her filet mignon. Mm. I'm going to overspend on some good food and beer and support local. And hey, what Atta better boy. way to spend Valentine's Day? a boy. Oh, surf and turf. Look, I've, I've been watching. Uh, <laughs> this is I don't know if this is embarrassing enough, but when I'm like doing editing and posting and stuff here at the office, I need like that background, just noise. And sometimes honestly with me with music, I get into music, so I can't have that in the background. So I'll put on like fucking hell's kitchen. Dude, whenever the filet mignon like challenges come in, I'm like it right in there. Whenever the surf and turf comes in, I'm right there watching those lobster. And, oh man. So that's the biggest distraction. I'd say at the hockey podcast network is when, uh, is when the oh, surf man. and turf challenges come with chef Ramsey on hell's kitchen. <laughs> So all you care about is Chef Ramsay. Oh, Chef Ramsay and uh, and fucking pigeon. What's that? Fucking pigeon. Oh my god. Straight from Hell's Kitchen, I believe that Straight clip was from. Straight well, from actually. Hell's Kitchen, man. Oh, um, man. So then to uh, lead into the weekend, though, on Saturday we went out to uh, one of our favorites, Back Channel Brewing. Um, got to witness the snow fort in person, Isha, oh, and it's, it's everything that I hoped it would be. Amazing. Um, as soon as I walked in the tap room, they had hockey on every TV. So that's again, checkbox number two, three, and four for me. And uh, the beer didn't miss as it never does. And, uh, we actually got confirmation. We're going to have Josh Letty of back channel back on the podcast here a week from Wednesday. That's the 24th. Oh, amazing. Um, I'm sharing this screen for a reason because there's uh, there's something else that they uh, – another surprise that you saw, eh? Another surprise that I saw. Well, you were telling me, you know, we got the Soviet Slayer up here, and you're saying that there may be a new name that joins that very, very soon in beer form. Something oh, that we may have uh, – well, you, I'm not going to take credit, that you may have suggested to them. Oh, it'll be coming at some point. I can't give anyone a timeline. Just be on the watch. There will be a Soviet Savior at one point here in the tap room. Um, very excited for whenever that happens, but yeah, no real updates as to when that'll be. It's some, it's more some, a thought right now than anything. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make it into a reality. Some of these, and I know we've talked about this before in past podcast episodes, talking about back channel and when we, you know, had them on, but some of the best names, you know, especially obviously uh, local to Minnesota with their references. Oh, they're incredible. <laughs> and it's fun because again, there were some that I wasn't quite sure what they were. The new one, Schnoz Ferry there. Oh. <laughs> um, I couldn't get Schnozberry out of my head because yeah. of Super Troopers. The um, but it's like it's actually named after the guy that made the nasal breathe right strips or whatever. Oh, what? from Minnesota. So yeah, what? It was it was, it was a it was a great beer. So <laughs> that's amazing. Oh yep, my god, they they really pull them all out. Uh, Mark was not kidding when he said Josh has all these newspaper clippings and he just finds the most random shit. And again, 
great name to pair with a great beer and a great tap room. Uh, Derek commenting. Thanks for joining us early here, Derek. <laughs> is uh, the Ivan Drago of beers hoppy? <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> is that a is that a Game of Thrones reference? I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we actually went from back channel then to, uh, as Isha says, Excelsior. It's Excelsior Brewing Company. Wait, what? Wait, hold um, on, hold on a sec. What the fuck was the difference there? Excelsior. Excelsior. Didn't I just say that? Excelsior. You always oh. emphasize the or. It's Excelsior. Anyways, you'll you'll get there. It's okay. I'll get there. I'll get there. Um, but great beers as always. But we actually ended up uh, going out there because a uh, buddy of mine, everyone should check out on Facebook if you don't follow already, is Chris Kelly Live. Um, guy that I know from uh, my hometown, play hockey with him from time to time and he actually played at our wedding too but the guy is an absolutely incredible vocalist acoustic player and for the first time i've ever seen at least he even busted out the piano and was doing some elton uh last night so oh anyone uh, he, a couple of them i i'm not you, very good with song names are you an elton john fan though uh, my brother is, and he was freaking out. Joe, I fucking saw him two years ago. Uh, he was in he was in Victoria, and it was unbelievable. No opening, three hours straight of fucking Dang. Elton John. It was it was unreal. My my mom actually got tickets for my birthday for I, but and, and for myself and her, but because there was such high demand, we couldn't sit together. It's just she had to get two separate tickets. So she's like on the other side of the fucking arena. I'm on one side, and every now and then, just like <laughs> flash the phone. Like, oh, what's up? Thanks. <laughs> Jesus. Well, hey, oh, anyone God. anyone that likes seeing live music when they go out to a bar or a brewery go to facebook follow chris kelly live goes all over the twin cities uh he actually goes to he said he's this spring probably march or april gonna start doing a more regular appearance out at tom reed's oh so check him out folks unbelievable sweet um as far as as myself uh dove into the stouts again this weekend nice. had a a roasted coconut Porter. Now it was a little different than the one I had from Phillips. This one was from a brewery in uh, where is it? Just outside of Duncan in the Cowichan Valley. For anybody from the West Coast listening, uh, Red Arrow, and they're pretty good. Not not like my favorite of the craft breweries here, but always solid. Nothing extraordinary, but usually like the bar is is, is pretty it's pretty even. Um, this one blew my mind because I'm not a huge coconut guy. I like coconut, but I don't like coconut in beer. The one I had a couple weeks ago was was okay. It was fine. This one was actually unbelievable because they didn't brand it as like a chocolate coconut. So they kind of just sold it on the coconut. But you, if you read it and start reading what's in it, it was actually a chocolate caramel uh, roasted coconut stout. Okay. Only 5% too. It, it was dark, but it wasn't heavy. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was, I was pleasantly surprised that a, a friend of mine who doesn't even drink beer was uh, like, let alone stouts, doesn't drink beer at all. Yeah. I was like, I could drink a few of these. And I'm like, wow. Shout out Red Arrow. That was uh that was unbelievable. And their stout pack is really good. The chocolate one itself is almost too much. It's almost too sweet. A little rich. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. A little too rich. Um, too much IBUs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh <laughs> I actually have no idea what the IBU was for that one. I'm just that's that's okay. We won't judge you on it. But that's just... interesting though, what you said there, because it's usually the opposite. I've met a lot of people that like don't like coconut at all, but they're okay with it in like a porter or stout. You like coconut, but you don't like it in beer. Yeah, That's I like it. Interesting. I like it on it. Like I like, for example, like coconut curries where coconut is the dominant, or just yeah. straight up coconut. Um, even like coconut milk. Like I'll 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 drink that shit. But 
I don't know, in a beer, it just, for me, like those two things just don't mix, but you add chocolate and caramel into the equation. That's go. something new. That's something new. Well, so. and you're, you're out in the Hawaii of Canada, so you can probably just go out in your backyard and grab a couple coconuts, right? I wish there's palm trees. They're <laughs> covered in snow right now, but Jesus. I haven't seen a coconut tree here. Yeah, actually, I'll send you a picture after I took one. It was so funny. It's just like beautiful palm tree covered in snow. I was like, this is, this is insane. This is insane. Yeah. Um, anything else in this segment? No, no, just before we transition into hockey again, happy Valentine's Day, Laura, and thank you so much for putting up with, uh, well, the time I spend doing this with Isha on top of my day job, so. Yeah, and I echo, appreciate you. I echo that sentiment as well uh, to Laura, different Laura, but. <laughs> Cop, I, I would like to copy and paste exactly <laughs> what was just said. Yes. <laughs> unbelievable all right thanks everyone tuning in on the live stream facebook youtube twitter and twitch on this uh on this early edition of the soda pod live stream thanks everyone tuning back to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from episode 128 on the other side we got some minnesota wild talk and then we we're gonna go around the nhl uh thanks for watching and the soda pod has been presented by the hockey podcast network uh, you know what? I, i'm just I, so I, heated because of what what you're telling me because i i do not want to live in a world, <laughs> in a world where a craft dinner is the fucking substitute to a good macaroni, you're putting powder. No, 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 Mac macaroni, as you call it, is a substitute for KD. God. <laughs> oh my God! Go to, go to Italy. If you crack ask, open some fucking no, 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 craft no, no, no. dinner. No, 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 no. If you ask any Canadian, would they rather have? KD, they will tell you KD is the best, it is superior, it is the fucking national treasure, and it is the greatest dish in Canada. I'm Mason Dixon, a Habs fan stuck in Leafs country, with my co-host Corey, a southern beauty trapped deep in the bayous of Louisiana. With over 2,500 kilometers of separation, we still managed to come together to give you Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. While I don't know what a kilometer is, I do know Habs hockey. Don't let the 10-year age gap or distance fool you. We bleed Blue Blanc every week, and we're known to serve up hot takes along with our unique charm. Join us every Monday and Thursday for Hockey Talk, Ref Rage, and your daily dose of Southern ignorance. Only on the Hockey Podcast Network. Katie is the superior macaroni and cheese. Get the fuck out of here. You put um, ketchup on your fucking macaroni, you nasty kid? Yes, I fucking do. This has been Habs Nightly. You guys have a great one. Episode 128 of the Soda Pod presented by DraftKings and the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, before we get into hockey, hoppy, shit, that was hard to say. Um, did you, you, I don't think you, you commented on it, but you saw Seth's, a uh, friend of the show um, from Mini Ice. Go check out miniice.com, everybody. Uh, Seth made a tweet and it was like a shout out to all his, uh, all his friends in Minnesota. You know, he, he tagged uh, 
Bar Down Beauties, us, you know, a whole a bunch of other people. No, that was literally it. <laughs> no, uh, it wasn't actually. <laughs> it will look like a longer list, okay? Anyways, we know you have more friends, Seth. Um, but anyways, after saying, he made a reference saying that, like, we're the Avengers of, like, the Minnesota podcast sphere. And I, I made a comment hoping that you would actually like it and wrote, uh, actually, we're more, we're more Power Rangers folks over here. Um, and no one got it. Which I was like, damn it, man. <laughs> I'm doing something wrong. No, that's that's probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> for those tuning in on the podcast, um, whenever you hear that uh <laughs> that Warren G, uh make sure to just to jump on Yaw's the live stream. Flute. Yeah, Yaw's flute and check out actually uh what's going on uh visually there. you you'll be blown away, to say the least. I know I know Joe, if he's still watching, is just is just loving, loving that. Um, oh my god, uh on the pawn commenting uh talk about the real sporting event today daytona 500 baby um you know i got go follow craig granger you know he's vertical he's fast as fuck and he'll give you all that daytona news oh man if if you really want that kind of talk my two buddies that live within like a couple blocks of me here we kind of carved out our own part of the neighborhood in richfield they will come on and they will talk about that until your ears bleed they are my, obsessed with racing two minutes in and my ears would bleed i <laughs> It's not a sport. <laughs> it's racing. They, they they get pretty pissed if the three of us hang out. They'll like start talking about cars and like they're like totally in sync with their conversation. And I'm like, yeah. So did you see about the Rangers game yesterday? And like just start talking about hockey. And they just they don't yeah, like nice it at all. Uh, our friend again says one dimensional dude. Come on, Isha. Look, <laughs> I I'm not just hockey. Um, if any, like lacrosse is actually my favorite sport. Believe it or not. Hey. Box lacrosse, the real lacrosse. That's not the real lacrosse. I'll fight you <laughs> over that. We're, we're, probably, we're, gonna, we're gonna box over that one. I was one. just gonna say we're probably gonna end up fighting <laughs> over that one. Um, okay, this is uh the Minnesota Wild segment on episode 128 of the soda pod. We'll jump back to our friend uh Marcus Hunt's comment. Uh should if the wild blow it and miss the playoffs, should they blow it up and rebuild? I, I don't think they can, Marcus. And we've kind of had this conversation before. Well, I think it's already getting blown up after this year. Half the roster's falling off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. Um, I, they're not in a position to, as simple as that. They have too many big contracts on the books. They're, I don't want to say that they're win-now Stanley Cup mode, but they're more of we're kind of trimming the fat and moving forward with a different, younger core, but we can't get rid of these anchors. And I, I hate oh, even calling them anchors. They're anchor contracts. The players themselves... They're not holding players. They're yeah. not holding back the team or the development of the team that much because realistically, there's enough pieces there where they don't have to blow it up. So even if this, even if these contracts weren't quote unquote anchors, they could right. still roll with some of these guys moving forward. I think they could roll with all of them moving forward. To be honest, if you except just for shave, Zuccarello, probably <laughs> dude, shave two mil off any of their cap, yeah. and like no one has a problem with any of these players. Um, but it's funny. I was doing some of Isha's work here uh, this morning, uh, clipping some video, and one of the ones that I clipped from our <laughs> our interview with Back Channel was Mark explaining how every Minnesota team is always in rebuild. So yeah. <laughs> that's uh, it's again. This just proves the point. Everyone either wants a rebuild or thinks we're in a rebuild and it it's just perpetual. So, Hey, on uh, the positive side, um, our regular, uh, our regular listener now, uh, spoke Z boys, the wild are about to bless the nation or the national hockey league with their return and go undefeated. Let's fucking go. Look for having a char in your picture. I love that you're a wild fan and, um, I love the positivity now undefeated. Pfft, 
Not sure about that. Will they continue to crush St. Louis? 100%. So funny because I was literally just going to comment that. That was the other video I clipped from back channel yes. was uh, thank you for your optimism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's going to be weird with some of the players that are out, but it's exciting to see some of the players that are coming back in. We already touched on Zuccarello a little bit, but again, like I think he is a guy that is really good to pair with either Kaprizov or Fiala. Like, what, what's your take? Who would you rather see him playing with once he gets ramped up? I'm sure the first game or two, he'll probably be playing third or fourth line just to get his feet back under him. Yeah. Um, either or, to be perfectly honest, because Fiala can be the setup man. He he can, but he does too. I, I feel like he almost tries to do too much when he's in that role rather than just be that pure goal scorer and hang around the net, get in those positions where if there's space available, he can kind of sneak to and fire that home. Um, Zuccarello is obviously the better playmaker. He always has been, and he always will be. Kaprizov is kind of can, can do both right now. I, I find him, he's kind of good in all areas. He's good two-way. He can set up, he can get in positions, and he can score. Yeah. Is it better for his development to be predominantly playing with Zuccarello? Sure. But I think right now the Wilder and look, we need to score more goals. And if Zuccarello can make that happen with Fiala and take a little bit of pressure off him being the guy to do everything, um, then I, I would really like to see that. And then shit, it gives uh, Zuccarello or sorry, um, Kaprizov the better matchup, and maybe he has more room to work just as a result. Well, exactly, and that's the biggest thing with everyone that talks about like who's the first line, second line. Like, no, it's how does the other team view your lineup? And if they look and see Zuccarello and Fiala, they are viewing that as the first line. And it's going to open up and give better opportunities to Kaprizov, just like you said. Um, yeah, I, I'm i not sure where I'd rather see him, but I, as long as he is with one of them and they are not put together this year, I think next year and beyond, you find the right center for them, things gel and are looking right. I have no problem long-term with that being our top line. It's just a matter of this year. I think it's better for both of them to continue their development playing with some of those veteran guys who are going to give them different looks. Yeah, no, uh, look at that. We agree. Wow. <laughs> it happens sometimes. <laughs> it's just, I, I just want, even as Zuccarello, you know, obviously he's getting older. He's not going to be the player that he that he was when he broke into the league. And again, if, you, if Minnesota Wild fans probably know his story, but if they're just casual hockey fans who don't know his story, like, go check it out. This guy, you know, he worked to get to the National Hockey League. He had to prove himself over fucking seas to do so, which is an unbelievable story. Then to make it with the Rangers of all teams is, is truly outstanding. And I was always a fan of this player. Mostly of his speed, which has fallen off. <laughs> we can see that he's, for sure. He's he's Marty St. Louis light. Like that's yeah, exactly that's exactly his comparison. story has come up. He's the same style of player. He's yep. just not quite as good. But and his dude, I've always are, been a Zuccarello fan. His thighs and quads in are, are that's not big. a fair comparison. No, no one can do that. <laughs> hey, Rossi's giving St. Louis a run for his uh, money. We'll, we'll wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next? Oh, your boy. Your boy. <sighs> I'm so happy. Uh, I don't even care if it goes horribly and he goes minus five in the first game. Kalen Addison is going to be making his NHL debut here on Tuesday against the LA Kings, knocking on all the wood in my basement here, um, assuming that COVID doesn't stop it from happening. I Everyone knows because Isha outed me very early that I grew up a Penguins fan. I was very excited when they managed to have him be their first pick in a year where shocking penguins didn't have a first round pick. That's <laughs> weird. Um, but he's a guy that I've been really excited about in general. And when he was part of that Zucker trade, Oh, I've just been sitting here waiting for him to jump in and play for the wild should shock. No one that this morning, as soon as I had his actual Jersey number confirmed, I absolutely went and bought a Jersey. 
not the reverse retro because you all know how I feel about that. Um, but I need to let everyone know this is a like very important PSA. I use the Honey app on websites whenever I'm buying something. Because my wife told me to, and for the past like two and a half, three years, I've never gotten a deal. Well, today on a whim, I actually clicked the button and said, you know, search deals. And I got 50 bucks off my jersey when I bought it on fanatics.com. 25% off promo code, all caps, Cupid. I'm guessing there's a Valentine's Day tie in there. I hope so. <laughs> uh, but anyone that is looking for a jersey, whether you want to jump on the Addison train with me, whether you just want to get that Caprizov reverse retro, I know most of you do. Um, or the other jersey, I, it, it's bad timing that they both started at the same time because this guy is the exact level of unique jersey that fits my mold. I really almost, instead of Addison, who I'm very excited about, got the Belpedio jersey because I absolutely would strut that and say that it's my Braden Point jersey. Ooh, you th wow. That's flaming hot right there. But uh, again, everyone, if you go to fanatics.com, hopefully you're looking on the live stream right now. Maybe I'll even clip this video right after this before we go out for our dinner for Valentine's Day. Good idea. Get this out to the people. Share it for awareness, please. This is this is for the good of everyone, whether you, you know, ladies, if you forgot about Valentine's Day, because let's be real, it's been Groundhog's Day every day, and you need to get a jersey. Hey, perfect way to do it. Guys, maybe your lady wants a jersey too. Maybe this is their gateway into hockey, or maybe they're a bigger hockey fan than you. Wouldn't shock me. Or maybe you just love yourself. <laughs> Which, hey. My wife said I could do it since we got the money back for this jersey because you all heard that debacle. If you didn't, Isha will tell you Amazing. where you can find it afterwards. But Amazing. Um, so she said, yeah, go for it. Buy the jersey. And here we are. Use promo code Cupid. And also jump on DraftKings.com, promo code THPN. Uh, our friend Sean Cosgrove. I wish I bet on Kaprizov, or Kaprizov for the Calder to start the season at plus 450. It's already down to one. 50. Sean, at least you bought into some Bitcoin though early and made a few dollars off that. Uh, that's what I'll say. I was talking to Sean uh, on Twitter there and I, Hoppy, I had a friend who went in hard with Bitcoin back in like 2011. Let's just say the guy doesn't have to work ever again. Uh, Sean made a bit of money, but could have made a little bit. I made zero because I was fucking freaked out of what this online currency was and way too naive to, <laughs> to drop a couple thousand on it back in the day. <sighs> It all stemmed from a tweet that was like, if you had to go back and tell yourself something that is like certain, what would it be? And I was like, to invest in Bitcoin 100%. And there's no other answer. <laughs> yeah, Bitcoin still terrifies me. I don't understand it. Yeah, there was one, there was that one point where it was like just over a cent. Um, Actually, no, Isha. I, I think an equally good answer would be invest in GameStop. <laughs> 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 oh man the nelk boys uh went nuts with that too it was hilarious yeah, that's that's some wild shit <laughs> yeah i mean and you know what i'm i'm and i know we're getting off the rails we'll, we'll get the train back on track soon but hobby like i'm well versed in that whole scene like my my old roommate he was a huge stocks guy and he got everything he knew from reddit and those and that group which was Hi. hilarious and they pushed the needle on more than you can imagine man like even even disney at one point um, like during COVID, when the park was going down and they were losing money, the stock was rising because of these people like manning the troops. It was insane. That's nuts. And my roommate actually cashed out with a few with a few dollars as a result. So it was 
it was a crazy like month. And that was right at like the beginning of the the like global outbreak of the pandemic. So like the stock market was just insane. But anyways, train back on the tracks here. Um, Hoppy, how badly do the Wild need a center? Well, I think everyone's in agreement that they need one pretty badly. The question is how far are they willing to go to find that answer? Yeah. Like we've seen the rumors circulating weird. The Minnesota trend where we think that we should bring back a guy that played in Minnesota. <laughs> I think if we trade for Derek Stepan, it's a massive mistake, but yes. I appear to be alone on that, except for maybe Isha sounds like. Wait, what? what? People, people seem to want that trade to happen. No. Four years ago, maybe, maybe, maybe four years ago. That's maybe. exactly what I would have said. When he said. was a second line center, kind of. Uh, he, he was, was good the, in New York. Yeah, I was gonna say with the Rangers until yeah. until his like last season with New York. I thought he was a great like middle six center. But there's people that are saying like, oh, get rid of like, if you could get rid of the Rask contract, do it or something. Like, I still don't agree. I still think that Rask is an exponentially better center than <laughs> Stepan is today. I, Thank um, you, Derek. <laughs> I, I just think they both kind of suck. I mean, they can play the sport. They're in the league. Respect to that. But what? The Wild need a top six center. They don't need their step on. And they, you know, they need a warm body. <laughs> man. Um, oh, Derek. He says, are you kidding me? I, was, I seriously was screaming no as soon as I saw the report he wanted out of all Ottawa. To that hell with the better. one of us crap. Okay, good. You're 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 the third of us, Derek. Um, apparently he we'll, wants we'll start to come a support to, group for this. <laughs> apparently he wants to come to Minnesota too. Now the Ottawa Senators came care. out and obviously said this isn't the case. He didn't say any of that. That's just cleanup. That's just textbook Melnick right. cleanup. <laughs> well, let's let's stem even further on the dumpster fire that is the Ottawa Senators. Um, trade was made, so we'll just touch yes, on this yes. since it ties in. Um, trade was made. They brought back to Zingle, which. Like, is he going to go the way of Berglund and just leave the league now because of this? Or, like, it, is he happy about going back to Ottawa because he's going to be able to play somewhat of a role? I I don't know. At $2 but, million cheaper than what he originally wanted with that franchise. As he was asking right, for which, five and makes, which, what, just north of three now? 3.2 yeah, or something? That's a weird dynamic in general. But the trade landed poor, poor Alex Galchenyuk back to a new team again, uh, the saga continues with the Carolina Hurricanes now and has further been waived. He is wow. down. And guess what? I would absolutely, a million percent, I'm sure people will disagree, I would bring him easily before I would ever trade for Derek Stepan. Yeah. Not even close. Me too, to be perfectly honest, because where his defensive woe or where his defensive lacks. I'd say the ability lacks in Derek Stepan too. There's a lot that lacks in Derek <laughs> Stepan today. Oh, uh, and I feel like we're bit, we're not being mean towards the player. Like it is what it is. Galchenik, he got waived. That kind of says what he is too. But I still think that there's more there. There's a, and we're talking basement upside now. But there's still yeah. more. You know, hey man, there's a, there's a had... seven foot ceiling for uh, Galchenik. It's like six maybe for Derek Stepan. But and I thought Galchenik had like good. He looked good last year. Wild, like I thought he was fine. Again, I'm not saying that like <laughs> there was anything wrong with not re-signing him, but if you can pick him up off waivers and have him be a million dollar center, like he can absolutely be your second line center. Shit, maybe even this first way. if he gets in and gets some confidence. Would you rather have Raskin or Alex Galchenyuk in, the, in that position? Honestly, mic drop. There you go. There you go. Um, oh, Derek. Uh, so is he on waivers? But he's a lot younger. He is a lot younger. 
One of the many be benefits to picking him over Stepan, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, if Risebruff was still general manager of the Wild, uh, we would have picked him up off waivers already. Dumpster Doug. <laughs> Oh, I you love know more about comments. that, you guys, than me. Again, I'm uh, I'm the outsider here, uh, living in the snowy Hawaii of Canada. Um, what else is out there for centers? Like, I don't think there's there's anything. It's not really a season where a lot is being wheeled and dealed, anyways. But it's a matter, and I I want to do a little bit more of a deep dive. But it's looking and seeing who might be exposed by Seattle and figuring out, like, okay, is there a way for me to give something to bring this player over? rather than this team losing him for nothing. Like that's really where you're going to find the opportunity. If it's a team that's not a real contender right now. Um, and like first one that I'll mention, I do think that it's worthwhile for the wild to kick the tires on either Jared McCann or Teddy Bluger. He is not like neither one is probably going to be a number one center, but no. both would be good players to pick up again for that middle six. Uh, we just need to sit and pray that Rossi is eventually that number one center. Punt this year, it's whatever. If you get in, it's a good experience. If you don't, better draft pick. But I don't think you're finding your 1C this year unless you're moving some serious pieces to do so. Yeah, I mean, it's other than goaltending, it's probably the hardest position to fill. I mean, defense, I argue, is one of the most important <laughs> positions, but you can have a collective good defensive body without that Victor Hedman and still win games. I mean, look yep. at the Minnesota Wild. Um, although some would argue that Spurgeon's better than Hedman, but we won't get into that. Um, <laughs> subtle jabs, subtle jabs. Um, oh, but you can't win a Stanley Cup without a top center. It's just, it's just not possible. No, you can't win the Stanley Cup without like three deep at center. Well, like that, largely that too. That too. Oh man. Um, anything else wild related before we uh, flip the page? I think we hit on the big notes here, man. Again, just everyone, knock on wood like ward off spells, do whatever you have to do to make sure that there isn't another COVID outbreak that stops the wild from coming back excited beyond excited. You can all laugh at me when he goes minus five in the first game. Cause I'm sure that's destined to happen now, but Kalen Addison is going to be a unit. Wait for it. I, I don't think anyone is unaware of my feelings there. He, he is the only person that might be able to challenge my affections for Pateri Newman. So Ooh, we'll see. Shit. Now that's a tall order. That's not going to happen in a year or two. So we'll see if he gets there eventually. Fuck. I, uh, I need to get a new Milan Jersey or just, I maybe should slap that name on, on the, on the, I have two Minnesota wild juice. So I can just pick one is actually in his vintage. So there you go. <laughs> Dude, if it, yeah. Oh, you do have that. Oh yeah. I have, have I have, you, I have his, I have his Jersey. Oh, you have to do a 33 Terry Newman on that. Done. It's happening. Oh, my goodness. Oh. All right. What a way to end this the Minnesota Wild Base segment. On the other side, we're going around the NHL. You're listening to episode 128 of the Soda Pod, presented by DraftKings. Use promo code THPN on Daily Fantasy or Sportsbook for a week of deals. You're listening to episode 128 of the Soda Pod, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and DraftKings.com. Thanks, everyone, tuning into the live stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And for those listening back on the podcast every Monday and Thursday. Um, we're going to go around the NHL here, Hoppy, and I want to start things off with uh, 
North of the border, Sportsnet was hockey day in, in Canada yesterday, a full roster of games. Uh, Ron McLean was uh, literally out in a blizzard doing his thing, uh, interviewing all sorts of people, you know, um, also, you know, paying tribute to Black History Month and a lot of the African-American um, and African-Canadian hockey players who made the NHL and those who maybe were on the cusp of making the and the NHL, like, we're talking even in like the fifties and sixties, um, some great stories, a, a great day just to sit back, eat some fondue, drink some beer and watch hockey icing on the fucking cake though, was Kevin Bieksa now on the panel. Now it was, it was a, such a fun panel because it was Brian Burke's last uh, appearance before, uh, you know, the taking his new job, which we'll get into momentarily too, but Kevin Bieksa, and this was pointed out, oh, I, I, I forget he was a, a, a Raptors, uh, Toronto Raptors reporter in, uh, for Sportsnet, made a tweet, zoomed in on uh, Ryan, or, uh, Kevin Bieksa's just mantle behind him with a bunch of photos and framed was uh, Ryan Kessler's uh, naked body issue for Sports Illustrated. And it was funny because it was pointed out on Twitter. The next segment, it was gone. The next segment, the whole pictures were rearranged and it was there again. And then the segment after that, everything's rearranged again where it's like right behind his head. Even Kessler got in got in on it on uh, on Twitter saying that usually it's actually next to his bed. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, the, the I... bromance between those two players, I mean, dates back to their time playing in Vancouver. Um, their podcast didn't last too long. Uh, Kevin BX obviously taking a new job at Sportsnet. Ryan Kessler doing fucking ryan kessler uh but for like the 10 episodes that it was up shitty quality unbelievable stories <laughs> man and i said this on twitter but like for real i absolutely hated bxo when he was a player for obvious reasons That's so funny, that... he was my favorite he was my well, right, favorite because he's on your team yeah. <laughs> it makes sense that's it's like Burroughs that's, the point, <laughs> that's the point though he's that kind of guy that like your fans love him everyone else absolutely hates him and obviously this picture is just icing on the cake, but yeah. let's be real. Like ever since he stepped in and took an analyst role, like he's killing it. He's, I don't know it. if there's anyone like across any platform that I would rather have be on the analysis of a game. And he's hundred like, percent himself. Like he was, you know, in post-game interviews, pre-game interviews. Um, he's like ripping on David Amber, Berkey, yeah. Elliot, all of them. Like he, he doesn't he's, care. He's, he's loose. He's willing to say what's on his yeah. mind. And guess what? He actually knows what the fuck he's talking about too. He's, so he's like, a great hockey Throw mind, all yeah. that together. It's, it's incredible. I like that guy is going to jump on a rocket ship and just lead everything now for NHL analysis until again, I think this is going to become more of the norm over the next decade where like players that jump in and start doing analysis are going to feel more comfortable being themselves because a guy like Kevin BX is doing this. And you know, we talked about how you know Zuccarello, Marty St. Louis, they have great stories into you know coming into the NHL. Kevin BX is actually pretty cool too, as you know the bowl, the Bowling Green uh, alumni gets uh, a pro tryout with the Moose, and uh, I think it was like the day before cuts ends up punching out Superman style Fedorov, and uh, Brian Burke signs him because of that. So there you go, his own teammate, by the way. Just so beautiful. what what a beautiful way to enter the league. And the Superman punch continued with his time in Vancouver and with the Anaheim Ducks. So you love to see that. Before we move on, though, uh, Ryan Kessler, obviously kind of a uh, a controversial name here on the West Coast with the way he exited, you know, Vancouver. He's made up for it. He was, you know, he, he was honored in Rogers Arena and whatnot. He, uh, he made an appearance last year on uh, the Sedin uh, retirement night. So, you know, the fans gave him their cheer and whatnot, but there's still a lot of salty fans. I mean, I got friends who literally burned their Kessler jerseys when uh, when he left in the U.S. because he's a pinnacle USA player. He was on the Olympic team. He's, you know, he was basically on 
with his time playing uh, pro hockey and in junior, he was pretty much on every U.S. international team at all levels. What's the U.S.'s thoughts on Ryan Kessler? I know he's, he wasn't ever a superstar, but he was a damn good player and a really effective player in the two-way position and goal scoring in the league. I was going to say, he's one of those guys that, like, people talk about Miko Koivu should have gotten more looks for the Selkie. Like, that's Ryan Kessler to Yo, me. When, when he was in his prime, like, I would – sorry – fans i would take kessler over koivu if you took them both at their best but because ryan kessler um, can score 40 goals without the sedines that's why right that he he was a different kind of player i think that he was the kind of guy though i mean we obviously saw it he didn't have the longevity in the league that amico koivu did like kessler had that four-year span where due to setting the world on fire whereas koivu was just that steady sturdy consistent guy throughout yeah. his career so again we're, we're kind of comparing apples and oranges but um, no, I, I'll be honest back in my more petty days. Like I loved that Kessler said he wanted to get the fuck out of Canada. Um, I can absolutely understand why a Canucks fan would hate him for that. But I will say, man, like if you burn a Jersey that you paid money for, you are the biggest mental midget that I've ever met in my life. Like you're not Kessler doesn't give a shit. If you burn his Jersey, he already got paid for that shit. Like you're not hurting his feelings. You I, I don't do think whatever it's hurting want. anyone's feelings. I think it's cleansing those of their own, cleansing their demons. I you used need, to like this fucker, need, and now he to, wants out of my team. And we got gotta, Spisa for him. Fuck. <laughs> so you, so you got to burn a $200 jersey to prove that point? Good for you. <laughs> you know what's funny is I had a friend who uh, was on the way to buying a Triampkin jersey when uh, <laughs> Triampkin didn't re-sign with the Canucks. I remember that, too. He was pretty pissed off. Hey, look at that. I don't have to eat beans tonight, Hoppy. That's good. Dylan, I actually, uh, I got a whole thing of steak in, in the fridge here and some fondue pots, so I was just going to fire that up. <laughs> but maybe some beer. <laughs> some fondue, some steak and beer. Maybe a nice chocolate stout. It's a good night. Coconut stout? I don't know. Uh, the comments are coming in hot and heavy. Sorry if uh, I've missed a couple of them, folks. Um, <laughs> Producer Pigeon's not in today, so kind of doing a few things at once. Uh, moving on here, though. Uh, a little bit more Canucks talk, just because it's it's fresh and it, and it happened last night. We don't and see it's and it's and it's Isha. <laughs> uh, we don't see owners, especially this one, come out and talk to the media too much, but starting to be more active on Twitter as there's been a lot of buzz um, in the Vancouver market here that Jim Benning's time is done and that they have to clean house because what has whatever has been going on these last few years, sure they've they've restocked the cabinets with prospects. But it's not working on the ice. And in a year that was supposed to be taking a step forward based on making the Western Conference Finals uh, last year, the Canucks have been regressing a lot. Now, I'm not going to read this whole thread of tweet. This is a Minnesota Wild Base podcast. But Francesco Aquilini went on a fucking, I don't want to say a tirade, but he made a thread all right and kind of explained that this is a unique year. There is no training camp. You know, it's hard to develop chemistry, people in and out of the lineup we're not blaming management for this year and that the coach and general manager are going to stay in their positions and they're going to reevaluate after the year. What's interesting for me, Hoppy, is that means Jim Benning is the one who's going to be negotiating Elias Pettersson and, and Hughes's contract. And that was the one thing I, I didn't really care about the on ice product. I mean, it, for me, this year's kind of a wash, especially with draft implications. Cause this is probably the worst year to draft based on half the fucking prospects not developing this year. So tanking, not tanking, it doesn't matter. You're just playing out this season. You got to you gotta keep making the NHL money. You got to move forward. However, Jim Benning doesn't have the best track records in regards to signing contracts and free agency, let alone extending his own players. I've seen 
players have to take deals and have not taken the money that they probably would have in a real season. I'm fucking scared Jim Benning's going to give these guys money like it was a regular season. So that's what's concerning for me as a Canucks fan. I'd love to hear your opinion as kind of an outsider of this market. I, I would have actually been concerned about the opposite, man. I'd be worried that he's going to like stand firm and be like, no, there's not money. Like we, we need you guys to take a discount. And they're like, fuck you. <laughs> like if he's willing well, to pony up and pay money. them, that's the thing. But there is no money. If you can find any possible way to get the two of them to stay, you have to do it. They are yeah. the cornerstones of the team. There is no other option. If you lose one and let's be real, if you lose one, you're losing both now. You, you don't recover from that. <laughs> no, but the troubling thing is, and yes, you, you build around those two players. I get it. The a top center and a, and a top defenseman. What sucks about that is if they sign for, let's say north of 8.5 million, which I believe they're going to, that means Brock Besser is gone. I, I think you can get Hughes around eight. I think that's reasonable if he's bought in and if PD's sticking around. He's doing I better think, than Pedersen though. I think Pedersen's going to be, He's doing better than Pedersen. So a small sample size, man. Hey, you think you think the camp's gonna hear that? <laughs> uh, I think the I, I definitely think Hughes. Is, I mean, it's the same fucking agent, but I <laughs> but I think Hughes' agent's definitely gonna say that. So you think that the agents are gonna argue that Hughes should make as much as Pedersen? Yes, one hundred percent. I and actually Rick Dollywall, who's like the insider here in Vancouver, um, he said that absolutely the contracts are probably gonna be the exact same. Oh my goodness! Hey, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a pseudo Prize fucking yep, yep, uh, thirteen years, seven point nine million. It's perfect. <laughs> Nothing well, thank, can go wrong. Thank, Nothing thank, can go wrong. Thank fuck, it can't be thirteen years anymore because we're still paying Roberto Luongo. Which it's funny, every Canucks is like Roberto Luongo should be AGM. It's like, bitch, we're already paying him. Like, no, no. But have you seen the take, man? I think it's genius. You make Roberto Luongo the GM. He signs with the Canucks and then retires. <laughs> No more on the books. Yeah. His, his cap hit's gone. And yeah. then you can pay that back door because there's no salary cap for people in management. Be like, all right, what we're paying you already, we'll give you a little bit more. We need to get the shit off the books. Let's clean this up. <laughs> yeah, that's insanity. Okay, off the Canucks train. Last uh, last piece of news. Oh, hang on, though. On one point there, be careful talking about the uh, draft this year being less valuable because I've been getting roasted by people when I say that a first round pick this year is not worth what it is in other years. So well, just be what? careful. People are being roasted for that. I, people have gotten upset. Yes. It's 100% not worth it because I'd say 80% of the players in the first round have not even fucking played a game yet. That the is w my argument. Other people the WHL <laughs> is going to be a 25, 24, 25 game season. That's ridiculous. The WHL is usually what north of 60 set in the 70 range. Like, fuck. I'm not saying what the reasonable response is. I'm Who saying are these what people? the We got to bring them on the podcast. That, that, that seems like a bad idea, <laughs> <laughs> but whatever you say. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Last, uh, last piece of news here. I'll let you tee it up. It's your fucking team. I don't know what news you're talking about. I mean, we talked a little bit about it, but Brian Burke, Ron Hextel. No, yeah, I. Uh, no, I didn't see your face there because I'm like clicking on things. So I'm oh, like, what are you talking? Okay. About? <laughs> no, I, I very intentionally left this oh, off man. of our last prompt because I just wanted to see if I could sneak through without Isha making me talk about it. Um, apparently controversial from what I've seen on Twitter, but uh, obviously I don't see the full spectrum of it. I'm thrilled by this, these hires. I am. 
And it's actually really funny in like true hockey fashion. I have two sources that like definitely know what they're talking about. And both are on polar opposite sides of this. One thinks that it's a, just a dumb hire, like makes no sense. The other one couldn't be more excited. And I absolutely lean with the excited piece. I think that Ron Hextall is second only to Ron Francis in being fired for no fucking reason. Like those are GMs that built their team the right way. And you look at Ron Hextall, his big flaw was being too loyal to Hextall. Yeah. And hopefully he learned that lesson. Brian Burke, I, Isha, we've talked offline about this, but like I love what he's done in the past as a GM. Man. Like he's and a definitely president. and a president. Yeah. With, with the Flames, man, he's unreal. And did you see him on? I don't know if you saw the sports. I hit if I it even. So right when it was like, oh, so Brian, this is your last hit. He's like one sec and yep, just fucking to... rips the tie. Yep. I was like, fucking right, Sparky. <laughs> yep, gotta gotta stick it to him. Like I'll be honest, like there's a little concern if he was the GM around his like, oh yeah, you got to go back to the '80s mentality. You got to be big and strong and beat but people I don't think up because he is old school. That. No, but there there's still that there's sitting that in element, the back yeah. of your mind. There's a little worry, but him being a president. Dude is absolutely going to build the hockey ops department the right way. I think that he is way smarter than anyone gives him credit for because he says some wacky things on TV. Cause weird. Maybe he's looking for a sound bite. Um, but he's an I, entertainer. I think, people don't understand that it's calculated. I think the combo is going to be very dangerous for yeah. the rest of the league. Um, again, I know most people listening are cheering as avidly as possible against the penguins this year. And I do not blame you completely yeah. respect it. You want a better draft pick. I get it. I'm telling you right now, I, I said it before the season started. The first month, month and a half is not going to look good for the Penguins. They're going to turn it around. They will make the playoffs and you're all going to be disappointed. So I'm warning you now, temper your expectations because otherwise you're going to be very, very sad. Remember that one year where everyone thought Crosby was done and they came back and won the Stanley Cup and then won another one the year after? I mean... Ooh, hey, hey, quick hit on that. Um, someone posted, uh, I think it was like from the Barstool Bets app, which obviously is something I can't even use. I don't know who retweeted it, but um, there's a prop today because we have everyone's favorite showdown, Crosby versus Ovechkin today. And there was a prop for who will put up more points today between Ovechkin and Crosby. I think it's all but determined now, Isha. Crosby was plus 145. Ovechkin was plus 190. Crosby's the better player. Plain and simple. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, look, I Crosby is the better player. Ovi's my fucking boy, so I'm still I'm still betting on Ovechkin. <laughs> oh, I won't slight anyone who is an Ovechkin fan. The guy is incredible. I just I don't know. You can say I'm biased if you want, I guess. But I, it's your team. I, I don't I, I don't I don't judge you for it. But I try not to be biased, man. Like in all seriousness, I really think that Crosby is the player you'd rather have on your team if you're trying to win a cup. But I think as an organization, I think there is way more value to Alex Ovechkin for the Capitals. He drives way more revenue than Sidney Crosby does. Yep. No, that's true. And look, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll die on this sword. And I, I kind of say it tongue in cheek because I know his age and he's, he's not the same player he was. But until Crosby retires, he's the best center in the National Hockey League. You know, I know McDavid's faster. I know, you know, yes, you're all right. But this guy, he's still unbelievable. And, you know, would, and relative dominance to his age, too. You know, do you see other players around this age dominate the game still like Sidney Crosby? Alex Ovechkin, maybe. But you know what I mean. And that's what's hard to do with the age gap, though. Because, like, I'm with you that Crosby is the guy I'd probably rather have on my team to win a championship. 
there's no debating that McDavid and McKinnon maybe even are yep. more like physically talented than him. But Crosby's the guy that does everything you need to across the ice. I don't know if there's a guy in the league I'd be less inclined to try and take the puck from. Like the dude is just stronger on his skates than anyone. And it's once McDavid hits 30, then we can talk more about a comparison because we got to see how he ages and how he grows into his game. But like pure talent, McDavid is the best talent that we've seen in a long time. Dude, he he's more of a comparison to Pavel Bure than I think even like a Gretzky or Lemieux. You know what I mean? Where Crosby can be skill set, yes. Yeah, Crosby's kind of a Lemieux Gretz, you know, hybrid where he's he plays it's funny because back in the day you wouldn't say he plays tough but he is that tougher type of player where it's hard to knock him off the puck kind of like Lemieux was and he thinks the game in a way that you could say Gretz does whereas McDavid McDavid is a north-south fucking Hudson Barrow I'm gonna flash dash and score goals no for sure and I would actually argue that Crosby is more like Gretzky and this is my controversial take that gets people mad I think that like individual going out there and doing it on his own I think Evgeny Malkin is scarier than Sidney Crosby. And I think he's more of the Lemieux type where one he's on one, that big bodied sure. bully. You Yes. One-on-one. I think Crosby does way more for everyone on the ice, but individual talent. And that's where we get that comparison though. Like if you're taking a one-on-one coming in, you would much rather face Gretzky than Lemieux. But if you're just looking at like, who's going to make everyone around them better, that's Gretzky. That's Crosby. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I'm just reading through some of these comments that I missed. Uh, <laughs> I love the one you're like, this is hoppy. I would pay more than I should for Trocheck. Uh, Absolutely. You know, to Derek there. And I love Derek comes back with, uh, he's a center that can finish, but does he have the body photo of Ryan Kessler in the background? <laughs> uh, I just love Kessler retweeting it. And again, being like, uh, you know, it's usually next to his bed. <laughs> oh man. I love it. Okay. One more segment. It is Sunday. MNC double A. On the other side, just getting that photo loaded up. Again, thanks to everyone uh, joining us on the live stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, and those back here on the podcast. Uh, if you're, again, new to the show, new to the live stream, every Sunday, Hoppy runs down uh, what's happening in the state of Minnesota in regards to NCAA hockey. And uh, we got a little bit of news for you here. So one last break on the other side, wrapping up the show with some MNCAA. Thanks for joining us here on the Soda Pod, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. I didn't I didn't choke my uh drink like I did last time playing that's, that. That's that's very good. I was worried about you actually. <laughs> You're listening to the Soda Pod <laughs> episode 128. Last segment here, MNCAA. I will hand it over to Hoppy. Yeah, and nothing too exciting to report here. We got the the same people at the top as well as the Gophers played this weekend. Um, I I can't move them up when the number one team also swept. So we've got Mankato and the Gophers both sweeping this weekend. Um, The real switch that we kind of prefaced last week that we can talk about more, which I guess there's not much to discuss now that I think about it, but um, we have St. Cloud and Duluth basically switching opponents from week to week. And uh, while Duluth got dummied and while St. Cloud could have looked better, they at least split this most recent series. So we finally have some at least separation between the two. Cause 
I kind of punted on it last week and said these guys are all in the same bucket. Um, I think St. Cloud is supplanted above Duluth until they come out and prove something to everyone. And unfortunately, but well, Bemidji ended up getting swept this weekend. So that hopefully doesn't push them outside of the top 20 because it's fun to just say that every Minnesota team is ranked in the top 20. But right. um, you know what? It, it's still crazy to see how well all of these teams are doing. And again, a lot of people don't realize this. I know the Minnesotans do because they're real hockey fans, but like only one of these schools is a division one school. There is only division one and division three hockey in NCAA. And if you're a division two school, you got to go up or go down. And these are all division two teams jumping up to division one and competing with the best of them out there. So um, it's just going to be fun to watch how St. Thomas integrates into that next year when they jump up. Um, it, it's just crazy for such a small state in the grand scheme of things. Like if you take away, obviously the lineage and everything that we have in high school hockey, like it makes no sense that Minnesota is going to have six division one hockey programs. Absolutely. Uh, just quick question. <laughs> Did my screen share at all throughout that? Not even a little bit. Fuck sakes. Okay, give me one second. Um, keep talking. It's, it's, it's <laughs> not important. We can, we can throw it up. Uh, well, I the, have it. I don't know why machine. I didn't share. I, I put it full screen on mine, but I don't know what's going on. If that's our worst technical difficulty this episode, I think that's a victory for not having pigeon here. Uh, it's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You all heard it there. It's good enough. And again, there you go. I, how's that? How's that? that? That is better. Uh, we do need to highlight again for anyone that hasn't seen before. <laughs> Um, I go out of my way to make sure that whoever's in first place, I put up my favorite alumnus of the school. And this one is the aforementioned Teddy Bluger, who I would love to see the wild make a move for if the penguins are feeling like they're going to lose him in the expansion draft. We will see. We shall see. Um, all right. That wraps it up for the MNC AA segment. That pretty much wraps it up here for the soda pod episode 128 uh our friend donnie netto uh st thomas will struggle at d1 in hockey well they it can't be any worse than them winning 100 to 0 in football games in the mayak so they'll figure it out yeah it sounds like our only ncaa football here in canada who gets destroyed like 70 0 every single fucking game and they're like div three so shout out cis we love our college sports here in Canada. We hey, suck. there you go. <laughs> but I do think in the, the coming weeks here, as we see a little bit more of a Mayak season come into the fold, we're going to have to bring Donnie on to not only talk yeah. Mayak hockey at large, but again, you know, he's mentioned he's seeing what's going on with uh, you know St. Thomas. Let's get his feedback on where he thinks they're going to be going into Division One competition. I know, Donnie, but we don't <laughs> we don't have any college hockey that – is even in the NCAA. The only thing we have up here in Canada that's an NCAA is a fucking Div 3 He's, he's shooting team. that back at me because I was the one that transitioned it to football. And Donnie, that shouldn't be a sore subject. St. Mary's is undefeated in football for the past like 50 years. So you're good. There you go. Um, and speaking of good, this has been a good show, Hoppy. Thanks for jumping on early. I, I got here, which is nice. Um, the, heat switched on, the heat switched on for a little bit. Pigeon is in the studio it's, it's going to be a good day. Um, thanks to everyone tuning in on Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. 
Folks, the best thing you do for us this week is give us five stars on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Um, leave us a kind review as well. If you're a fan of hockey, hockey podcast, jump on our website, thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. We have a podcast covering every team in the National Hockey League and every niche in the sport of hockey. On your app, download whatever episode you listen to before you fire it up as it just helps our business. Uh, you can follow myself at VI Sports Talk. You can follow the Soda Pod on Facebook and Twitter at the Soda Pod. And we still have a contest going up on Facebook, eh, Hoppy? That we do. Again, check us out. You got two more weeks now if you want to get in on the reverse retro jersey giveaway. Again, really any jersey that you want. If you don't even want it to be a wild jersey, that's fine as long as you know we don't have to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on it. But uh, any jersey that you can find on Fanatics, cool jersey or cool hockey, whatever that is that Isha always pumps. Um, no, 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 we don't pump them anymore. Oh, we don't pump them anymore. So yeah, if you can find it on Fanatics, God, it'd be nice if we could do that today and use that Cupid promo code. But uh, please just go like the page, share the post, and you are entered into the competition. We appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in, Derek. It's a great show. Later, gents. And Derek, you know, the first one to retweet whenever even our podcast, it's like it's like 6 a.m. here on Vancouver Island. I see a, I see a tweet from Derek, and it's just like, listen into the Soda Pod. Great show. I'm like, Jesus, man. Like, you must just, like, fire that up as your alarm, Soda Pod, in the morning. Far and away, <laughs> biggest supporter of the Soda Pod. And, uh, you know, it, it's funny. Whenever the, there's just the rare occasion where Isha gets the – episode up a little late and i'm just thinking to myself like oh no what is derek thinking right now <laughs> well it's like when we jump on the stream late or early and shane's like what the fuck is going on <laughs> he did ask us too he's like is this gonna happen every week no just nah. just the weeks where you know sunday night's a little compromised um folks i, I talked about the network you can go to the hockey podcast network.com if you want to follow us on social media on all social media at hockey pod net uh, that wraps things up for the podcast here today and the live stream. Thanks to everyone who joined us uh, throughout the whole show. And thanks to everyone tuning in on the podcast. Signing off, I'm Isha Dromi alongside State of Hoppy. And this has been the Soda Pod presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, we good, man? Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. We love every one of you that listens. Don't fear. Just drink some beer. Get those fucking spicy hearts in you and stay wild.